It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips, and share. For more information, check them out at clipit.tv or check them on Twitter at clipit.tv. It's East West Shrine Week. And BGN Radio's Teron Davenport is down there. Yes! That's awesome! Player analysis, coaching interviews, and a lot more. Oh, yeah! Right here on BGN Radio. And just as promised, it is uh, BGN Radio with the uh, the quick hits are back. It is the offseason. It is in full swing. And thank God that da- uh, Teron Davenport is here with us. Teron, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, what's going on, man? Feeling good. I get out of that 20, 30-degree weather, whatever you got up there. <laughs> it's like ni- nice and 70 down there, uh, heading out into the East to West Shrine game, which you're going to be there all week. And uh, we're excited that we can get some reports and stuff. I want to get, uh, you know, I want to get your perspective on a lot of the players that have shined and really haven't shined into your eyes this week so far. And uh, first, you know, Deuce Daly's down there, and that's he's he's the OC, which is which is kind of a an, an interesting uh, little uh, little thing that they're doing down there. You know, he's going to get a little more hands on. He's going to be in charge of the play calling a lot of the time that's going on there. So what, how is he handling it so far? Oh, he's doing well so far. I mean, he's, he's just the same as he was. You know, we got to see them in, in training camp, um, you know, throughout the whole practice where you, you see a lot of talking, you know, you see him uh, pumping guys up. And I like that. I remember in training camp, you know, he and uh, Michael Kendricks had a good back and forth doing one-on-ones. And coincidentally, just yesterday, you know, Deuce grabbed uh, the, the receiver coach, which is Bobby Ingram from the Ravens. And he said, you know, give me your best receiver. And he turned to the DB coach and said, hey, give me your best DB. And the two went at it. And he, before they did, he was like, you know, this is you guys said this is what y'all want. This is what y'all got. Let's get it. And I just like that, you know, that fire. And he, he's definitely doing a good job. Just even just, you know, working with the returners. He worked with Kermit Whitfield in a punt return situation. You know, and, and he's working with uh, Davion Smith from Michigan is a guy that, that definitely you, you want to watch out for. But we could talk about him. But, yeah, Deuce, uh, as, a, as a whole, I think he's doing a good job. I mean, it was just one practice, but you saw him getting the offense installed. The guys are in full gear today, so we'll see him turn it up even more. And uh, full gear today, which is which is going to be important. Who's somebody that's kind of uh, – you mentioned a few already, but who also is 
kind of catching your eye here with the uh, the first day of practice being done? Yeah, offensively and just looking at positions, you know, of need for the Eagles. Uh, Davion Smith from Michigan, he's 5'11", 228. He looked very comfortable catching the ball at the backfield in one-on-ones. You know, he was running uh, the Texas route. He ran a couple choice routes. And you could definitely see that he's at home catching the ball and then being a receiving option. But in addition to that, he's 228. He runs behind his pads, breaks tackles, and he takes coaching very well. So that's definitely somebody. Um, another one is uh, Quincy Adebojo out of uh, Mississippi. He's 6'3", 195, 200-pound range. And uh, I really like his his release. You know, he's able to work his release really well against press. And, you know, he, he – Puts forth effort, you know. He dove for a couple of balls, so that was something to see. Uh, offensive line wise, there's a guy out of uh, Florida International named D- Dugat Joseph. He's six six, three hundred pounds. He actually did well in one on ones. So that you know, that's a guy that that you could see come in and get him depth at left or right tackle. Uh, cornerback wise is obviously a position where that's going to be a focus. Uh, Joe Douglas is here. He wasn't at this practice yesterday. He was at the West one, and I'll tell you some guys that he looked at there. But uh, Tony Bridges out of Mississippi is the most impressive one I've seen so far. And, again, we're just talking about one practice. But his willingness to to press, you know, and and be aggressive in coverage, that stood out to me. Channing Stribling is the guy I'm going to be watching the most. He's 6'2", 182. So he's a long corner. He competes. Pattern match skills are there. So, those will be the guys I'll be watching from the East. Yeah, and then speaking of the East, there was, a, there was even some tight end talk, at least from our good friend Jeff Risden, who I saw that was going back and forth. Tell me about if you were able to see it the, uh, from Drake, the tight end Eric uh, Saubert, I believe was his name. What's going on with the tight end position there? Yeah, he's a really good tight end. He, he moves well. You know, He runs his routes well. He catches the football well. Uh, he's definitely someone that stood out. But I tell you the one that stood out to me more, and he didn't make as many plays as the tight end from Drake, but there's a guy named Anthony Alclair from, from Laval. And this is a Canadian League guy. And, and this is one of the things that, that's really good about being down here with a guy like Emery Hunt for football game plan. Because coming in, I had known about him just from, from Emery telling me. And uh, we talked, and he was talking about how, you know, in Canada, in the Canadian League, they don't use a lot of true tight ends and it showed with this guy he's listed as a tight end 6'6 254 but he moves very well in space you know you could tell he's comfortable running routes and it's something that he normally does so he from a physical standpoint stood out but just from you know making plays yeah, the tight end from Drake was definitely the, the most impressive. Excellent. Well, uh, we're we're looking forward to a lot of the updates that go on throughout this week and uh, I guess for the for the folks that don't know why do folks go to the East-West Shrine game? Because it always seems like, you know, the Senior Bowl is the most attractive thing, and they're always looking for different invites. East-West Shrine, is that kind of the step below the Senior Bowl or just to kind of get your name out there a little more? Are there any of these guys that also play in the Senior Bowl as well? Yeah, a lot of times what you'll see is a guy will excel here in the East-West Shrine week practices, and he'll be called up to the Senior Bowl. But it's also a time – the teams that do well in the draft are the teams that, that send a large contingent here. You look at the Ravens, you know, um, I haven't seen Ozzie Newsom or Eric DaCosta here, but I know the past years that, that I've been here, there it goes, there right? goes. about to start. <laughs> the past years that I've been here, you know, they have been here, but you look at the Raiders, you've got Riley McKenzie here. Um, the Eagles, you know, Joe Douglas is here. And it, those are the teams, you know, Joe Douglas, again, is new to the Eagles, but, you know, when he was with the Ravens, that was ingrained in him to be at these events. So you look at those teams, 
that's where you find those guys. Like Toronto Allison for for uh, Green Bay, you know, a guy that stepped up late in the season for them. Uh, he was someone that, that excelled here. Tajay Sharp, a guy that, mm-hmm. that, you know, excelled in Tennessee, which made Daryl Green Beckham expendable. He started here, did well here, got the call up to uh, uh, the senior bowl and, and, you know, played well. Well, he was injured, but the one practice he did well and, you know, ended up being drafted and look what happened. So that's really what it is. It's about, you know, seeing the guys, the the, the mid-round guys that that don't get the same attention as as guys at the senior bowl and and some of the underclassmen. Teron will let you get to practice because obviously the horn sounded, but be sure to be following uh, him all along. He's got great updates, great quotes, and I hear a rumor that there might be a Deuce interview somewhere along this week. Is that true? Oh, yeah, 100%. That's set up. I'll be talking to Deuce after practice today on video. I talked to him a little bit yesterday, so we'll have that for you. I have an interview with Bobby Ingram as well as Dino Vasso. He's the assistant DB coach for the Eagles. He's down here working with the DBs. And I'll try to grab Fresh Taylor also. So uh, Fresh Taylor is the assistant QB coach. So we'll do it up. Yeah, that's it. that sounds great. Of course, follow Teron along at tdevonport underscore NFL. Teron, we'll hear from you tomorrow when we look forward to it, buddy. Thanks, pal. For sure, no problem. All right, there he is, Teron Davenport, as pretty as he is knowledgeable. And again, he'll be with us all week. We're going to be putting out uh, a lot of these, like 7 to 10, even 20-minute little daily episodes and just get his perspective on what's going on down there with the East-West Shrine game. And again, uh, I'm looking forward to that interview with Deuce Staley. It's him and Emery Hunt, who is definitely another guy you should be following right now at uh, FB uh, Game Plan as well, Football Game Plan. They do fantastic work down there as far as like prospects and videos and a lot of that stuff. Jeff Risden, who I mentioned previously down there as well. Those are uh, three of my favorite guys that I like to kind of pay attention to. And Hopefully we can have Emery and Jeff on here at some point, and I'm sure we will uh, because uh, we really like those guys' perspectives, and they're the ones that are traveling all over the place looking at these guys. So we need to, we're need to. we looking for those diamonds in the rough, and obviously you can tell uh, that it, this Eagles regime is looking everywhere for secondary help, especially at the corner position because, uh, you know, <laughs> the DB coach is down there. Everybody's down there, so that's, that's a good thing moving forward. Not anything different either, but they are definitely doing their homework as well. Uh, before we let this uh, little episode drop, of course, as we are all talking this morning, Jimmy Kemsky from the Philly Voice drops the semi-bombshell that uh, sources close to him. The Eagles are considering moving on from center Jason Kelsey. Now, as if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, especially the radio show, that was one of the things that we had said for a long time, that that is probably going to be the semi-surprise cut this year. Uh, Jimmy hearing some things as that kind of molds forward uh, there too. So again, not not an overall surprise, but you're seeing, you know, Isaac Salemalu, time to step up and, uh, and probably be ready to rock and roll here. I don't know if there's any trade value with Jason Kelsey um, because of his price tag his age, a lot of that. You know, I, I'm not sure if it, you know if, if anybody's going to spend a sixth or a seventh round pick, especially when they know that the Eagles are basically already planning to do that anyway, and they have a guy waiting in the wings. It's one of those things that I don't think you can sit and wait for, you know, for a sixth or seventh draft pick to to kind of be there. I know that was some of the questions that were heading in uh, this morning. I think this is going to be kind of an outright cut. Moving forward, which is sad, you know, we'll get more into depth and detail about this on Thursday as John Marks is going to join us uh, and we're going to do a little one-on-one. And of course, as promised, we will turn the the podcast into Cheesehead Nation uh, because of, uh, you know, what, what the Packers were able to do this week. But we'll sit down and get more in depth with that. Just thought it was interesting this morning that that is already starting to ramp up here. 
uh, and it's not even anywhere close to free agency. So if Jimmy's hearing these things and this this has some momentum building up here, I would suspect that you know it it, it, it is going to happen. And maybe this is this is a day one kind of free agency move where they 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 cut ties with Kelsey and they kind of move on here, which is interesting because. Stefan Wisniewski is is going to be the guy that was supposed to be cut last year, and now it looks like he's going to be with the team for for a long while. And I am excited about Salamalu taking over at center. I was actually really surprised how he handled every different position this year. You know, he he played every position not terribly, and that's not the, that's not a knock on on the play. I was just surprised that being in so many different spots, he was able to handle that. And center is his best position. A lot of people have said that Duke Mayweather, who's uh, who I you know constantly am on his feet and watching old linemen uh, bash each other on uh, on the Twitter dot com, he was uh, that's what he keeps saying too. So I'm excited to see Isaac Salamalu kind of get in there and do his thing in his natural position. Basically, you know that's 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 where he belongs, and that's some of that middle where where Jason Kelsey couldn't really provide unfortunately this this past season that's there's a lot of meat there's a lot of grinding there's a lot of uh, road grading which is which they definitely need the eagles definitely need uh, to upgrade that so they can get you know their their run game even uh, working even better and so if that's their plan there you know uh, again can't be upset if if it's Dalvin Cook at 15 or whoever ends up kind of being there or if, you know if magically Leonard Fournette drops which he won't will will be somewhere around there too you can't like can't stay away from elite running back talent um because that could be uh that could be a serious upgrade now it could flop miserably but it, you know, <laughs> too but i i don't really see that happening moving forward so uh just something to keep your eye on and uh you know free agency might be uh might be a little fun here i think that Howie's gonna is in the mood to wheel and deal once again and there needs to be a lot of holes and there needs to be uh, uh, a lot of fun. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's boring, but I, I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that this is there is going to be some semi you know quote unquote splashy moves that might end up being the right ones though. Not like you know going out and spending a ton of money, but I do I do think there are going to be some some headlines uh, across there this off season as we as we have come to expect as uh, Eagles fans and media members and the like. So uh, we'll get more into that. Just like I said, John Marks will be with us on Thursday. Teron's going to be with us every day this week, and we'll keep pumping it out. So I thank you, as always, for listening to BGN Radio right here on Bleeding Green Nation and BGNRadio.com.